Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Absolute sports betting degeneracy. Hey everybody, Arch here, and it is Friday night, which can only mean we're talking NASCAR with Phil and Steve. What is going on, Phil? Arch, it feels like forever since I've talked to you. So I'm I'm just I'm comforted by the the bassy tones of your voice, and I'm happy mm. to be doing this again. I don't even recognize your voice anymore. It's been so long. It's it, it's almost like two complete strangers meeting each other for the first time. <laughs> What's going on, Steve? Hey, what's up? Uh, happy to be here again. Um, just happy to be talking some more NASCAR. We've got some new tracks this weekend, so I'm looking forward to getting oh, into it. Nice. Steve, Phil took a victory lap to start the previous episode we did. Do you want to take a victory lap t- to start this episode? Uh, what am I going to do, do it on? I'm talking about like my golf plays right now because we got some pretty uh, live <laughs> plays in there for the golf. I don't know yeah, if you talk- recall last weekend. It went, it went okay for you. Just okay. Oh yeah, we had a pretty solid. If it's still talking NASCAR, yeah, we still had we had a pretty solid weekend last weekend. We had the uh, there was a lot of hype. We were talking talking big about it, and we came through. So uh, I think we we hit an IndyCar uh, outright um, cup outright, but unfortunately the rest of the plays didn't do too well. Um, overall, it did really well on the um, the truck. I think it was the trucks and Xfinity. So uh, really solid weekend. Uh, Phil, how many units up were we overall? We were 15 and a half units up for the weekend over six cards. Uh, we had uh, one negative card, and it was only very small. So we had we had five winners, and we just had just an awesome weekend, man. It was, dude, it was just racing all weekend long. I didn't even have to get up off my couch. It was fantastic. <laughs> now that those units, that, that's American dollars, not Australian dollars, right? Not Australian dollars. That for some reason that conversion rate. Um, I don't know what happens in an Excel spreadsheet over there, but it's not right. I'm not going to drop that joke ever. <laughs> it's a good one. Never dropping that joke. Uh, but the, another thing I noticed is when you ask Steve, you know, you want to take a victory lap. His life is so good, he doesn't even know what you're talking about. It's like, well, well, everything goes perfect for Steve all the time. Hey, Steve, did you drop a sixty to one uh, win win total uh, in the Discord in the in the book club this weekend? How's that? How's that looking today? 
Yeah, I kind of teased it last week. I said I was and I started ramping up the golf activity in there. I mean, we uh, we put a uh, golly, what was his name? Right, Davis. Um, Who cares? He's yeah. he's leading the tournament. <laughs> Davis, Davis Davis Riley Davis Riley and yeah, he's uh, I believe he's one stroke out from the lead right now. Um, also got uh, I, I had a DraftKings boost. I recommended to use it on uh, McElroy. He's in there. He's live odds are eight to one. I mean, oh. got him at fourteen to one. So hopefully you get one of these guys pull through for us in the uh, the book club over there. Oh, Steve, the Dgens.net. The Dgens.net. Steve, closing line value, whatever his last name is, G, right? right? Steve, closing line value, G. That's his whole name. I think it's on the birth certificate. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's let's talk some racing this week. What what do you think of that? Love it. Let's keep this ball got, rolling. Yeah, we got we got winners. Nice. So uh tomorrow uh afternoon, early afternoon, 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, the trucks will be racing at a track called Gateway. And if you're a longtime listener, you you may remember Gateway last year was a night race and the lights went out mid-race. They had to red flag the thing and pay the electric bill, I guess. But the lights went out. It was awesome. A spectacle, if you will. And uh, we're going back. And I, I guess they learned their lesson. They're racing in the daytime. <laughs> so, That's genius. <laughs> yeah. So, Steve, who, who are we looking at to win outright? Yeah. So, um I'm going back to uh, some veteran experience here and, and two different drivers. I'm looking at Johnny Sauter at 30 to 1, and we're looking at Matt DiBenedetto at 80 to 1. Uh, currently, that's my only two I have, and they're pretty long shots. So, uh, but I, I love their, uh, well, especially Johnny Sauter's numbers specifically. Um, really, really good track history here. Let me just pull up this track history. Um, He's not running full time this season. That was the one thing I was a little concerned about. Uh, and it, I guess it kind of showed a little bit today. Didn't have the greatest practice session or qualifying session, but um, hopefully during the race pace, he will uh, figure things out and uh, get things going again. But a uh, bunch of top fives here in his, in his, uh, his history here at this track in, in particular. So, and then you got Matt Mandetto. Um, He's kind of on the upswing, I think, past couple uh, weeks. He's um, been running close to the top five. So, again, a pretty nice number there at 80 to 1. And, yeah, I think that team is kind of figuring things out. And uh, just kind of like how uh, the direction they're going. Any thoughts on that? Uh, I like I like the Matty D play. Uh, not I'm not the biggest Matty D fan in the world, as you probably know. Uh, but I do think they are starting to um, translate his skill into the truck and, and with their finishes. Uh, he's been, he's been kind of racy the last couple weeks. And um, I, I really like the, the uh, direction of the team. So I'm, I'm in, I, I like that play. And what are we getting like 50 to one or something? So, or 25 to one, which I mean, it's a flyer. So why not? I mean, you're getting 80 to one outright. So, Oh, 80 to one. Yeah. Oh yeah, on DraftKings, that's way better uh, than FanDuel. Yeah. yeah. All right, so you uh, want to play that one at DraftKings? Yeah, I just that, that that number feels like it's too long to me. Uh, I mean, this feels like uh, you get a guy that's been in the Cup Series. He's running better, and um, even I think t- the, the the pit crew was even better last week. Uh, I feel like they're. I feel like the whole team's improving. So maybe. Uh, 
the books are getting a little lackadaisical here at this point in the season and kind of rid them off already, you know? Nice. All right. And um, I know we have, we have a couple top five wagers. One that, one that stood out to Steve that he relayed. And then I, uh, I did a little research on it is Stuart Friesen to finish inside the top 10. Uh, I wrote an odds checker article on that. And we, we published it at minus 110. It was available for a, the blink of an eye at plus 145 over at MGM, but they're a bunch of retards and pull the board and Ugh. put it back up. And it's, it, it's, it's so hard to, to, you know, tout a, a play at MGM because who knows what's going to happen. But 110 was a good price. It's now 125. We still believe in it. He is three for his last three uh, in the last three years here, finishing third, fifth, and fourth. Uh, he's also good on the comparable track matrix that we we have, and um, he he won two weeks ago in Texas, which means nothing here, but it's it's positive momentum. He hasn't finished worse than sixteenth all year long, so he's one of the most consistent guys in the field. So let's take a shot on on old Stewie to finish in the top five. Love it. Yeah. Steve, so, anybody else? Yeah. Well, I'm just going to, I guess, expand on that a little bit. His average finish the last three is fourth. Like you said, driver rating is uh, sixth. And that's when you compare guys like Ross Chastain, Sheldon Creed, Sam Mayer, and Brett Moffitt. And those guys are not even going to be racing in the field this week. So you take those guys out, and Friesen is actually only behind Zane Smith in driver rating the past three races. So, Awesome, Kenzie, man. That kind of takes me... That kind of takes me in my next pick, uh, if, if you don't mind. I, we were looking at Zane Smith over John Hunter Nemechek. So these are the two, like, Goliaths of the series right now. Um, John Hunter last year was – he was about the odds-on favorite in every race. It, it was it was kind of nutty. He's the best driver and the best equipment. Um, and Zane Smith was like the little brother that, that just couldn't quite catch up. Um, but at this track – and um, in our, our matrix, there's like a huge disparity, and it, it was unbelievable. Uh, so in fast laps, uh, Zane averaged 38.7 versus John Hunter's 0.3. And then, uh, I'm sorry, that's laps led, but in fast laps, it was 15.5 to 2.8. So it's like a huge disparity. So Zane gets around here way better than John Hunter, and you can have that, that play at near a pick anywhere. Yeah, and to add on to that, uh, Zane Smith is running even better this year than he did last year. And I think the truck he's in is a slightly more competitive than uh, what was in last year. I think that has something to do with it. But the bottom line is uh, he's been kind of he's kind of been this superstar in the in the truck series this year. So you kind of get him at a a place where um, Kyle Busch, most sports in general, hasn't been all that good at in the you know, the, the flatter tracks. So yeah, I, I, Zane, Zane didn't have the best speed in practice, but I, but, I, I feel yeah, there's been times when he's been, been mid pack in practice, but it, it's trimmed out for the race. So absolutely. Yep. Yeah. It's a great point. So, all right. Um, any, anybody else you want to talk about there? Yeah. I just want, I just want to talk about Thor, uh, Thor's uh, motorsports in general, that whole team, um, that whole team, I believe they've finished, they might have finished one, two, three, four last year. Is that correct? Was this the track that happened at? Uh, no, but um, they did finish third and fourth with Rhodes and Crafton. And then they had another, I can't remember who the other one was in the top 10, but they were they were very good. 
Yeah, the bottom line. Yeah, bottom line is they were um, kind of the team team to beat. Um, and that look at today's practice times. Ekis is pretty much on top of the board when it comes to uh, the lap data. Um, Ty Majeski is right behind them, and those guys both are with Thor Motorsports. So I think that team is going to be really strong. Uh, Matt Grafton is kind of uh, he's kind of up there too in the lap times. Yeah. So. Yeah, so Thor, Thor Sport is is a good squad to back this week as a whole, um, and that you know Ben Rhodes give give Ben Rhodes a look um, while you're at it. He was kind of down the speed chart in practice, but uh, we do like him against Chandler Smith. Uh, that's a KBM truck, so um, we're kind of banking on on the Thor Sport equipment over the the Kyle Busch equipment there. And those two guys, Ben Rhodes kind of edges him out in the comp comp track matrix with uh, average finish, laps led, fast laps, just about in every every category, driver rating. So why not take a shot at even money? I love it. Why not? Yeah, why not? You yeah, can't you lose gotta, them all. Right. Well, That's you right. got a really interesting, interesting situation here. Ben Rhodes opened up at 7 to – I think it was like 7 to 1 on DraftKings. And then – we had the practice and qualifying, and now he's all the way down to fourteen to one. So pretty much double what he opened up at. Um, I'm I'm okay with that because these practice sessions and qualifying you know, practice is only twenty minutes. Uh, that's not really that's not a huge sample size when you look we look at the bigger picture. This for us to adjust that much on a guy just because he didn't practice well for twenty minutes feels like a little bit of over adjustment to me. I agree. Yeah, I that's why I tell the ladies all the time. Just give me 10 more minutes and we'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> and make me a sandwich. Goddamn right. Don't touch my car. Ugh. Yeah. All right. You want to move on to Xfinity, Steve, or do you have anything else in uh, in trucks? No, I think that's about it. I had some top fives, but it's pretty much on the same guys. It's on Rhodes. It's on uh, Solder plus 350. It's on Maggie plus 800. So... Pretty much, you can follow if you want to play the top fives. Just go ahead and follow on what we have for outrights, and then you'll be good to go. Good go. He's making it simple for us. We don't have to work. I don't. I don't like work. You know. That's, That's why, why I do, leave at lunchtime to do podcasts and and go play <laughs> and go play golf and go. I I did play golf today. So, oh. all right. So we've got the Xfinity race, which is in Portland. It's at a road course. It's it's a different track than the the Cup guys and the the truck guys this weekend, which is pretty cool. Um, not a lot of odds available at the, the time of recording here. Um, but the book club did get a pretty hefty, hefty card so far. Uh, but there's a couple guys we want to point out that you can keep your eye on. Uh, one of them for me is Sheldon Creed. Uh, when the, the board opened up, he was against a guy, Connor Mosack. Steve, what is Connor Mosack's occupation according to Twitter? Uh, he's a race car driver, race car driver, race car driver. So that, that's a, a very hefty biography on this guy. So not a lot of data on this, this, this cat, um, Sheldon Creed though, he's kind of a sleeper. He, he has great truck series history in, uh, on road courses. So, uh, I think it was at circuit of the Americas, I think when he, he got the pole, but then his truck broke down before lap one. So, um, you know, he kind of goes under the radar here. He was 10th in his first road course start in Xfinity. So if that matchup 
comes back up with with him over Mosack, I am playing it again minus one twenty. Hmm. Okay. And, uh, and I, also, I, yeah. I really like that. If I can just chime in for a second here. Yeah, get in there, dude. Yeah, Sean Creed. Um, I mean, again, like you said, he's kind of had the uh, fortitude there in the road courses. Uh, his his lap times were also quite good today. Um, I can pull up the because it's a road course. We don't get really good sample sizes and data when it comes to long runs, but he topped the charts. Uh, he, so he ran the fastest lap. And he had a pretty good qualifying session, so hopefully, hopefully that when they repost the odds, it's still up there. Because generally, when they when the guys are top of the practice board, the, the books react pretty heavily to that. <laughs> yeah, um, and then I guess we should just talk about guys we're we're targeting. Um, another guy we had we had uh, placed a wager on was Noah Gregson over Ty Gibbs. That was plus ten. That will probably improve for the folks that hadn't gotten that in. Because Gregson's going to a backup car tomorrow, um, but in the, the just the raw data, he is second of the the Xfinity Series regulars in average finish, just behind AJ Allmendinger, and that's that's over the same uh, time period, fourteen starts. Um, he has a positive closer rate of two, which is very good. That means uh, in the last ten percent of the race, he's picking up spots, and in twelve of the, the fifteen career road course starts he's got top tens so he is a pretty solid road course racer as well as junior motorsports has really really improved this year and uh he's second in the points so i mean he's he's showing very positive form so we we like uh we like gregson yeah um a little bit of a background when it comes to the race tomorrow they're gonna be running in the rain so we got a couple guys going to the back that are pretty big hitters. Uh, Noah Gregson is one of them. The other one is the Dinger. He's the favorite to win. Um, so I don't know what to really do with these guys that are going to the back because if it is raining and the track is very wet, the spray is going to make visibility very, very difficult because uh, the, the, the course is narrow. So just I, I would just keep that in mind to see if you guys see guys starting towards the back that are kind of big names like that. Uh, I just think the variance is going to be so high that I, I feel like the plus, that's not, that's why I like the plus number there because you're getting a pretty good. Um, it's a simple numbers play. I feel, I feel like Gregson's kind of been the guy this year, and Gibbs has kind of been a uh, little off the beaten path of where he was last year. So that's kind of where our heads at regarding that. Yeah, and then I think the last guy uh, just on our our target list is Austin Hill. We took him to top five, and we took him over Sam Mayer. Um, he has a win on a road course in the truck series. He's got three top fives in the truck series, and that's in six starts, so pretty decent. Uh, he is quietly eighth in points this year, and he mm. has a win and a top five on a road course. So he's got some pedigree there uh, on the, the right and the left turns, and he could be a sleeper. Guess who's back? Back again, my bookie's back. Tell a friend. That's right, DJ's proud to say that we're once again being brought to you by my bookie. But just because they weren't paying us doesn't mean we haven't been giving them some love. I still use my bookie to this date, and you should too. Why? Because March is about to get crazy, insane, maybe even a little mad. If you're still on the hunt for a sports book to call home, 
Bet the nonstop action of March Madness with my bookie. Enter bracket contests for a chance to take home prizes of up to 25,000 big ones, or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, my bookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now, take advantage of their generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is use the promo code DEGENS, that's D-E-G-E-N-S, but the fun doesn't stop there. Get up-to-the-minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about MyBookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, anywhere. Use the promo code DEGENS to secure your limited-time welcome bonus today. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Yeah, I like that a lot. Yeah. All right, go ahead. I, I mentioned that to you. I, that was the kind of like the first guy I had pinned down, and he he was plus one seventy five for a top five on MGM. But again, they took down the odds. So I think before you were able to get in and able to put the play out, uh, my fault there. I didn't. I don't know why MGM's doing that. <laughs> we only have time to put that stuff out. But uh, yeah, the Austin Hill play feels really good to me. I remember him running an ARCA race. And he was—he pretty much dominated in the Arca race. I know these—it's a lower t- tier competition, but uh, he just—he flexes a lot of muscle on the road courses recently. So I really like where that's going for him. He showed very good pace today too in practice. Love that. Uh, anybody? Anybody else you have your eye on? I think that's about it for that series. I just don't know if uh, Fanduel. I, I did just check Fanduel, and unfortunately, their odds. Finally got taken down. I got a couple guys I, <laughs> like Saint, like Jade Buford. It was like hundred to one and whatnot. But yeah, that the, the second you post a play like that, they're going to catch on and, and take the odds down. So it's not like it's something you really like post. Unfortunately, yeah, it's just it's just dead money hanging there until until they see some action. I think. Yeah, they'll take you know yeah. they'll remove it. Unfortunately, so cool. Well, let's uh. Let's move on to the the cup series. Let's what do, do you it. think, Arch? You have yeah. Any, you have any thoughts so far? Uh, no, not not any uh any so far. I'm keeping right, my, I'm right. keeping, I'm keeping, I'm gonna pick my spots here. You know. I love it. All right, so the, go the ahead. cup series has quite a few lines available. So yeah, yeah, it's looking much much better. All right, so first things first, uh, we're going going back to Gateway, and again, I'm just shamelessly plugging it. The book club. We we touted Austin Sendrick at eighteen to one for the poll tomorrow, and he has since moved to six to one. So that is twelve dollars of closing line value. Yeah, the um, that that Penske crew was one, two, and three in uh, practice today. They are just bad fast. Are we going to see another so, train? Yeah, I mean they were they were one, two, three. It, so I. I it looks like they're the team to beat, but but who knows how it'll really shake out. But so, um, so yeah, Cindric eighteen to one. That that is pretty sweet. So I want to talk about the practice session a little bit here before we get into it any further. Sure. 
this is kind of, this is the first race this year that they've had a 15 minute practice session and teams were allowed to make like wholesale changes to the car. So yeah, five zero, not fifteen, five zero. Hmm. Right. Minute. Yeah. So oh, like like so in the past they've had fifteen or you know maybe twenty minutes in the in the, uh, the two groups that go out there, but this time they have a full fifty minute practice session and you can make big changes to the car, like full like the full setup before they used to only be able to change basic things like wedge, uh, maybe ride height, whatever the like, small changes you can make on the car. But this time you can change spring rubber, you all kinds of things. You can change the core dynamics of the handling in the car itself. So you may see guys that didn't practice well run well in the race. So you never know. You may be able to take advantage of the lines that got reposted. So it should be interesting. Yeah. Um, and it looks like like our early card, we're going to be on some Toyotas. It uh, looks like we are taking uh, Kyle Busch over Kyle Larson was one. We took Denny Hamlin over Kyle Larson and um, uh, Christopher Bell over Tyler Reddick. And then, you know, we threw in a little Chase Briscoe over Tyler Reddick. So common theme, we're going to be on some Toyotas and we're fading Reddick and we're fading Larson. And I just took a, a sneak peek at the data that maybe maybe Steve was looking at. Briscoe looks to be a top six or seven guy in this this um, comparable track matrix that we have here. He, he's got like 20.2 average lead laps, 10.4 average fast laps. So he's good on these these flat tracks. He won at Phoenix earlier this year. So uh, he's he's got some speed. And then it looks like Larson kind of struggles against those bigger names, you know, comparatively. He's, a, he's about a top 10 kind of guy. So... Uh, is that is that kind of what you were looking at, Steve? Yeah, I look at Larson and uh, I, I see the types of performances he puts up at flat tracks like this. And you think about flat tracks, you're thinking of Martinsville. He's very bad at. He had a very bad race at Richmond last year, very at a flat track, and um, at Phoenix, he um, he won he, he won a championship last year on at Phoenix, but he won that race because of his pit crew got him out in front on pit road. Otherwise, I, I think he had the slowest car in, in that championship for. Otherwise, he get he benefited from that late caution there. So. And then uh, today, and you look at the uh, lap, lap data and practice, um, not all that good. Really unloaded slow, um, only ninth to 10th best on the board. And then um, for, for him, that's, that's pretty poor standards for his uh, expectations there. Yeah, and I also see, I know we're fading Reddick in a couple of matchups. I see him way down the list here. Uh, average lead laps, 0.7. Average fast laps, 4.7, which is, I don't know, he looks to be about 15th or 18th best. So that that's not very good. <laughs> is that is that what you were thinking, that he struggles at this this track type? I would I would say Reddick's probably not the guy you look at when it comes to flat tracks. Um, I remember last year fading him on flat tracks and having some pretty good success. Um, but I, like, I also like the side of Chase Briscoe. Uh, that, when you look at how he ran at Phoenix. Uh, Phoenix is probably the best comparable track when it comes to looking at uh, comp tracks this weekend since they've never run here at Gateway before in the Cup Series. So when, it, when you compare that directly, 
Chase Brookshire won at Phoenix, so that at plus one ten, that felt like a no brainer to me. Yeah, and it looks like Reddick is catching some steam, just like some recency bias. Like everybody wants him to to be the next guy to get his first win, and everybody's talking about it. Uh, you know, all the the NASCAR groups that Steve and I are in are like, "Oh, it's Reddick." You know, this is the week. This is the week. So <laughs> maybe maybe that is is playing into the number a little bit. Um, and you know you can catch catch a little value fading him. Yeah, I love it. Can nice. we just talk about Reddick and how he doesn't ever close a race out? This is getting pretty ridiculous at this point, right? He's like Hemrick. So, um, looking at the board now, do you have any outright win wagers? Yeah. So um, before practice, I was on Chase Elliott plus. Uh, 1,000. I had Suarez 40 to one. Uh, I had Cindric 60 to one, which we got that really good closing line value on. A couple of ones I, I still like are Austin Dillon 60 to one, uh, Bubba Wallace 80 to one, and I kind of still like Cole Custer at at 200 to one. Um, Cole Custer, yeah, that's that's still available. Looks like everything is, yeah, everything is so widely available when it comes to um, everything outside of Austin Cindric, because obviously Cindric has had the um, third, second, third best car in practice. So those yeah, are my out rates. Looks like Elliott is twelve to one now, so that's that's an improvement. We'll take it. Yeah. So let's talk about Chase Elliott a little bit, please. Um, the last couple weeks, I mean, you can you can probably notice this as well, Chase does not practice well. And when the lines reopen, the books react to it and you get better value on him. But really the, the bottom line is Chase is a rate. He does well in the race. Chase is not a guy who goes out there and tears it up in practice. So saw that a lot last week at Charlotte and we faded Chase a lot. But I think we got pretty we got fortunate because he uh, had some, he has some, has some issues, right? Last week. He did. Yeah. We, we kind of, we got, we definitely got a good break there because he was fast. Yeah, he. I think he had. The, he may have had the best car, and he didn't practice well at all. So I feel like the ha- same thing happens this week. He had the best car at Martinsville in the race. Uh, Martinsville is kind of a comparable track. He's good at Phoenix, so the places that he can he can pair at for this track, he's good at. And so I, I, I kind of want to keep riding that uh, out right there on Chase Elliott, even though. He's actually, yeah, he is. He is number one in my data set for average yeah. uh, laps led and average fast laps. Um, where he is, average running position, where he is in the last ten percent of the race. I mean, he's number one in all that, all that stuff. So, doesn't doesn't look like we can go wrong betting on Chase Elliott this weekend. Mm. Uh, all right. right, yeah. Uh, what else you like? Yeah, I had I had the top fives. It was Elliott, Blaney, and Todd Gilliland. We. Had some good closing line value on uh, Elliot. It's it's weird because well, I guess because I took that on MGM, yeah. So I had Elliot on MGM. I, I think MGM's value got uh, reduced for whatever reason. It's like plus one ten now. But mm. yeah, the the books are kind of uh, in a war here on uh, who where they think the value is going. So it's interesting. But, Duking it out. Yeah. Duking it out. Interesting to watch. Um, cool. Well, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm just going to blind bet Ross Chastain though, by the way, I think we've reached, I think we've reached that, that time in his career where, um, he's going to catch, catch steam. So if you like him at open, bet it right away. And like, no matter what happens in practice, I, he's going to get the money because he is just fast everywhere on every track type. 
and his pit crew keeps him in it. So I, I think he's one of those guys that you can just blind bet every week. What, what do you think about that? Yeah, and, and Ross is another guy like like Chase Elliott. He doesn't have the greatest practice sessions or qualifying for that matter. He he mentioned I, I he mentioned in an interview on um, XM Radio that uh, it, he doesn't feel all that good in qualifying, and then the race starts. He's he's a little slow, and then all of a sudden he's just he's passing cars like it's it, it's like it's nothing. But uh, I. I they have that car ready to race, and that, that, that thing is race ready, and we can take advantage of the books uh, giving us better value after struggling in the, in the practice and qualifying. So Ross yep. is a great uh, complement to uh, all those things. Gotcha. Yeah, I mean, Ross Chastain's like the Allen Iverson of NASCAR. Did, exactly. Yeah. I, I, wish, I wish like player props were a thing when Allen was playing. Cause he was like my favorite player and I, man, I probably would have gone broke betting on that guy. Cause he was definitely skimming. I'm sure. <laughs> I mean, he's, isn't he like a degenerate gambler? That guy. I've heard that he is. I don't know. I don't want to, oh, yeah. I don't want to get hit with defamation, man. I don't want us to be in the Amber Heard seat. So let's oh, uh, shoot. Yeah. Our, our net worth will go to negative 8 million. <laughs> <laughs> tough day for her. Very tough. But, yeah. Very tough. tough day. But we called that. We called that on the show. Johnny Depp. Okay. Anything else we want to talk about, Steve? Is there anybody else that sticks out to you? Well, I'm checking. Uh, I'm doing some line shopping, and it does appear that uh, FanDuel, if you, if, you, if you have the ability to use FanDuel, they still haven't taken down their odd, well, adjusted their odds for the outrights. You got Cindric over there, still 60 to 1. Um, Pretty much everybody over there that was initially a good play. You got um, Fox Bet, so has Logano, 16 to 1. That's really good. I, he's part of that Penske crew very fast today. Yeah, he was um, number one, I believe. I took Eric Jones, 60 to 1 at FanDuel. Um, he was top five on the practice board today. So um, he's come alive the past couple weeks as well. Be on the lookout for that team over there. And it, just another another general note, uh, it looks like it's going to be hard to pass here. So that brings our pit data back into play. So you'll want to mm. go with the the strong pit crews. And that, that you know, Denny Hamlin and Kyle Busch, that's why they're, their plays. Um, Ross is a good play. He's got a strong pit crew. Uh, the Penske guys have been been good this year. So, you know, make sure that you're thinking about that when you're placing a wager. Gotcha. Yeah, something I didn't consider until recently. Denny Hamlin's missing his crew chief. That suspension starts this week, so he'll be out for four weeks. Starting what do you this do? Week. Uh, what do uh, you do? I believe that team lost a wheel. I was at Dover. Um, the wheel. Yeah, oh, the wheel. The wheel beat road. him off pit road. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that was that was wild. I think we sent you the clip, Arch. You remember that? Yeah, I do remember that. I didn't. You get suspended if the wheel falls off. Yeah, four week vacation. Oh man. Yeah, and uh it happens all the time. So yeah, anytime <laughs> anytime the wheel comes off, it's an automatic four race suspension. Wow. Uh they don't want they don't want people uh, getting killed in the grandstands. That's the main concern there. It used to be fun. It used to be exciting. <laughs> Who are you? If you yeah. if you're not afraid of for your life, then are you really living? No, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> Is it an action sport? Right. Yeah, you make a great point, but I think that's all I got so far. Uh, Got a couple articles coming out tomorrow, so be on the the lookout for that on our 
Twitter at Speedway Steve Two. Anything else, Steve? No, I, I um I played Kevin Harvick for the top Ford. Uh, I don't know how I feel about it. I thought Harvick would be better. I, I like I like the Fords a lot, but so far it hasn't translated to Kevin Harvick, so I'd be wary about that. But I, I still like Bubba Wallace at plus three thousand for top Toyota. Is that still available? I'm looking. Close everything out. Top yeah, I, I have no idea. I'm, Kurt Bush, because Kurt Bush, uh, I don't, th- I don't think it's up right now, but just a mental note, I guess. So Kurt Bush, I had another good practice session today, and if I, I'm gonna bring up the lap data for for Bubba. Kurt Bush was sixth best in ten lap averages, which is uh, Bubba's teammate. Uh, we saw Bubba run really well last week past couple of weeks he's kind of turned it into another gear so that's kind of just a long shot play i like i'm saying bubba 20 to 1 for top toyota yeah i think that's a fair price yeah and kurt 15, is 1500 over here okay 20 is probably the limit for me yeah bubba yeah bubba had a, a very fast race car last weekend uh yeah he spun out uh unfortunately and then i i'm he, he got he got under the damaged vehicle policy and it took him out of the race and that was really frustrating. Yeah, because they got it they got it fixed. Right, the car was perfectly fine, but they, I think they were saving tires and he they didn't meet minimum speed, so that means his, his the the clock ran out on the damaged vehicle policy, so he's, he's done for the race and not meet minimum speed. So that that team just makes too many mistakes. <laughs> he's got yeah, the speed. He just make stop making boneheaded moves <laughs> yep cool all, all right. right that's all i got all right phil always good talking with you thank you archibald it was a pleasure steven fantastic work love to be here looking forward to another great weekend information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations Under no circumstances will the owners, operators, or guests of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.